Okay, and we're rolling. <laughs> Hi, this is Joe Guerriero from Shorefire Design. And when I'm looking for the best in motorcycle news, talk, and entertainment, the only place I'll turn to is the Motorcycle Man. It's Motorcycle Man. might have to take that sound off maybe hello everybody this is uh the motorcycle men podcast season two episode number 26 uh here on uh this is tuesday evening may 31st yes it is Woo-hoo. and i am uh wrong way and i am here with um i'm here with uh tim buck two <laughs> And I'm also here with the Joker. That's Chris. How's it going, boys? It's going slowly. Are you, Chris? It's all right. It's going. It's going. <laughs> it's, why do you say it like that? It's going. It's going. That sounds very gay. <laughs> anyway, we weren't going to do a podcast, but uh, something came up, and we thought that maybe we can do a podcast. We may have a, a special guest this evening. That's why we're doing it, and we'll see what happens. Um, uh, we'll see. Anyway, so anyway, so uh, let's just do a quick recap of what the hell's going on and what's going on. How's the week been for you guys? Not bad. I had off for five days, which was nice. Five? What? 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 Yeah, I had off from Friday to today. I had some knee thing done. So knee thing? Yes, I had knee thing done. What kind of knee thing? An injection. You had an injection in your knee. I had goo put in my knee. Oh, he had he. he Goo? Goo? Yeah, you gooed right. your knee? Yeah. So. All right. Is it, is it all better now? No, I have to go for two more injections. So ah. We'll see what happens. And that's going to prevent you from dropping your bike? Haven't yet. Great. <laughs> awesome. You've been riding. Have you been riding? Whenever I get a chance. Okay, that's good. I tried to. How about you, Chris? Oh, yeah. I've been riding. Yeah? Lots? Yes. Good. And in, in, in the East Sleep Ride app? Uh, I don't know. We're having issues. <laughs> <laughs> what? It, see, now here's what I didn't know. I've been uh, well. I'll go get into my thing real soon. But uh, uh, what I didn't know is that the apparently the Android app and the i iPhone app yeah, is totally different. That's yeah, the way that's, it's laid out. It looks different. Yes, it's the like about that with all apps. That's it. But I didn't. I would never have expected iPhone apps and Android apps. Even though they might be the same, they are going to be different. I would have never ever expected that uh, the apps would have been so different that one, I'm telling you, explaining how to use it over the phone, and you're going, nope, not there. Nope, not there. I'm like, what? <laughs> it could exactly not be there. Different. But uh, it, I did notice that you sent me a screenshot. And right. you, did, uh, you saw the screenshot that I sent you yeah, guys. Yeah. So it is slightly different. Um, no big difference. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of, sort of. Because we have to go through a lot of different things to get it started. We have but to if, press but, a little motorcycle that's on the top, and then we have to press the start button. To get it to go. See, now with mine, when I set it up, I always just there's a red button in the middle that just says go ride. So once I hit that, then the map pops up, and in the upper left-hand corner, there's a record button. And all you have to do is hit that record button, and it starts recording your ride. 
when you get to wherever you're going, you hit that pause button and it just pauses it. It doesn't shut it off. After when it's pausing, you go, okay, I'm going to get back on a bike again. You hit that pause. You hit that pause button, and it starts recording again. That's too much to read. No wait, 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 wait. You can just leave it running if you want. I will. Now, when you get to your destination, you're done riding for the day. There's up in the upper right hand corner. There's a save button. Just hit save, and it uploads it. It doesn't to, have a save button. Does yours have? Does it have a save button? No. Do, you're saying no. it doesn't have a save, save, whatever, save button. No. Save. no, we have the same. Well, thing. it recorded your ride. You did a ride the other day. Yeah, I did. I and did it recorded it. it. Yeah. And it posted it. So that means somehow you saved it. Uh, yeah, I didn't save nothing. I just stopped it. You just stopped it. Okay, well, let's see. Now, the Android app obviously works different than the iPhone app because I have to actually hit the save button in order for it to upload to Eat Sleep Ride and register my ride. Yeah, I was just shocked that I have to hit the record button every fucking time. Every time you want to go ride. Yeah. So I'm that right. means I ride too much. Well, Jesus Christ. Then you should be like at the top of the leaderboard, man. <laughs> you should be at the yeah, top yeah, of the yeah, leaderboard. Yeah, no, you look at the leaderboard. This guy has 2,000 miles it's and like, one ride. Well, yeah, but wait. Now, see, now that... That's not it. That, that's overall. That's throughout everybody that's on each celebrity. But if in, in your own group that you may be part of, the, the motorcycle men group, you know, or people who are your friends, those are the people. That's what it matters. In this particular case, which brings me to um, the Loud Pipes guys have issued a challenge, an Eat Sleep Ride challenge. Right. You said that they, they haven't worked out the details of the challenge, but it's going to be at some point, there's going to be a challenge where it's going to be a month or a day or a week. That we're going to see who can get the highest mileage for the week or month, whatever it's going to be. They're working out the details of the challenge. I have no idea what it is. Oh, sure. They're going to make it. No, I don't know about that. Their, their now, bet. I know they're going to the Barber uh, Vintage Motorcycle Rally in uh, Alabama in October. Now, they're jokingly saying that that's when they're going to do the challenge, which is stupid. You know, of course. No, they wouldn't do it well, in June because we're going to get high mileage because we're going to AmeriCade next week. Right. Yeah, so. It'll work out. But either way, um, which, by the way, uh, congratulations to John, uh, who uh, is part of the Loud Pipes podcast. Uh, John went out, unbeknownst to everyone, and got his license because he never rode. He went and got his motorcycle license. And then he went and bought a bike. Oh, what did he buy? And uh, now this is where I forewarned John that this was going to happen, that he's going to get bashed. He's going to get hammered. No, no. He, got he a, bought a spider. He, got, he, got, he a bought a spider. He bought a spider. Okay, when's he getting a motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's he said that, that that's as far as he's going to go. Uh, okay. You know. All right. So, and he likes it. His wife likes it. And uh, he feels comfy, cozy on it. And he likes it. Um, so, there. Congratulations to John. And it's a three well, they don't, have, they don't have a roof. But it's a three-wheel scooter. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, a, and it's a three-wheel, not a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> you guys yeah. are going very light on him. No, 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 no. We're not going to bash anybody. Really? <laughs> so, well, that's good. I'm, I'm I heard. I hear you worked on your bike. What happened there? I did. I, I, the, the, the long Memorial Weekend. Uh, by the way, this Memorial Weekend, I hope everyone uh, took uh, time out some tor- time during the weekend to honor those who have served us in the past and who are serving us presently and those who... Uh, are currently just uh, who have lost uh, loved ones uh, throughout any kind of conflict. But anyway, uh, yes, I had this long three-day weekend, and I thought I was, was going to spend some time, work on the bike, and get to the crux. That's I said, the crux of my uh, squeaky problem. And uh, so I went to the uh, uh, my favorite Harley dealer, the uh, Harley, Davidson, Harley Davidson of Ocean County in Lakewood, New Jersey, and I bought myself brand-new brakes front and back. 
Mm-hmm. I bought myself. Uh, what did they hit you up for brakes anyway? Uh, it was $53 a set, front and back. Did you, uh, you, uh, you bought it from Harley, you said? Yes, I did. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? Well, because <laughs> I, don't, I, have experience, cause I have experience with buying third-party brake pads, and they were not good. What do you mean experience? Would, would you, I mean, I, when I had my sports store, I bought uh, brake pads from a third-party location, and I received the brake pads. And although they were shaped the same, they wouldn't fit on the bike. Oh, I mean, that's so, and I said, you know what? And I went to Harley Davidson. I could see, they, they plop right in because there might. Well, I don't know what to do. Ours plopped in. Yeah. yeah, they plopped in. We like when our brakes plop. That's right. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's, I, I just have to say, you know how much I spent on my brakes? Oh my god, fifteen dollars and eighty six cents <laughs> for both front and back. Yes, really. Yes, and you trust them? Yep. I actually looked up the name of the uh, the their name brand for really Harley Davidson. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, so I, after I bought, I bought the primary fluid and uh, a little filler thing for the, to put the pri- primary fluid in. Uh, my bill was one hundred and thirty-one dollars. Ouch! So, and then I spent the next three and a half hours working on the bike, changing the brakes, cleaning the brakes. I also bought brake cleaning fluid, cleaned the brakes, uh, cr- clean no, the cleaning uh, the brakes means. Uh, I have this spray. It's I can't remember the name of the company. It's CRC, I think it's by. Uh, and what it does is, was that you? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's a spray that you clean in. It cleans all the brake parts and cleans it all and just drips all over the freaking place. Um, so I cleaned the calipers and the pistons, cleaned that all out, and I greased the hell out of the back of the, uh, they, call, they call it brake gel. Um, the Harley dealer didn't give it to me when I bought the brake pads. I realized that when I got home, so I went out to AutoZone and bought the, uh, the brake grease stuff. And I just smeared the hell out of it on the back of there, and I put that in there in the front. Interestingly enough, if you don't know this already, you don't need to pop the caps off your uh, master cylinders front and back. You don't need to do that. You, with a Harley Davidson, you just put a big old screwdriver in there and turn it, and it compresses the calipers enough to get the brake pads in there. That's what we did. I'm yeah, on. that's yep. pretty much what you did. And because uh, when I used that, and I did that, the brake pads just fell right out. And then I put the new ones in after they were all greased up, and the front. All told, with the cleaning and everything in the front, it probably took me a good hour to clean the front. Then the back was a little more intense because I had to take the bags off on the back. Was your no? You you have to take your pipe plug. No, I'd have to take the pipe plug. I, right. I had to take the bags off. Uh, getting the getting them out in the back was a little more complicated because now I got I got more in the way in the back. But after I got those out, I took those pads out, and this is the first time I've ever done the back. Uh, there was no grease on those pads whatsoever. Nothing. So I was like, aha, maybe that would have been the problem. So I compressed those. I cleaned everything in the back. I greased the hell out of them, put them back in. I did notice some uneven wearing on the uh, brake pads. Right. And you did the same. Now, was it like slightly worn more on the top yeah, of the pad? you know what that means? That means one caliper is pushing farther out, farther than the other one. Well, hopefully I think this may have changed it because, like I said, I, I uh, really cleaned the hell out of it in there. And then... I cleaned everything, and I put the pads back in. And then I just, okay, now it's time for me to figure out where the squeak is coming from. And I suspected it was might have been the rotor. And as I was, like, hand, moving the rotor back and forth, first of all, I loosened the belt. I loosened the, uh, the wheel. I loosened the belt up. And I was moving the thing back and forth. And I could hear a slight scraping noise in one spot. There's a high spot on the, uh, on the uh, rotor. On the rotor is a high spot. 
So is it a high spot or is the rotor? Well, there's warped? like a, there's like a slight wobble, a slight a warped, warped rotor. Very, very, very slight. I mean, like literally, it's only like maybe an inch, where just like just a slight wobble to it, and that's where it's rubbing. But I don't know if that was the problem. I thought it was might have been the rotor, but I don't think that was the problem. I'm going to say the brake grease. So here's what I ended up doing. So I adjusted the belt as well. The belt was a re- was adjusted too tight. And here's boys and girls. Here's how you know if your belt's too tight. If you got if you put your bike in neutral, and you push yourself backwards on the bike, you should hear nothing. You should hear nothing but silence when you move your bike. If you hear a whirring sound, your belt is too tight. And that can do damage to your internal parts of your transmission, of your primary, because now you got this extra pressure on it, especially when you get, if you go two up on your bike, now you're putting even more stress on everything. So I loosened it. I readjusted the belt. It's right where it's supposed to be. And I put everything back together, went out for a ride. Did, usually that squeak would appear after three, four, five miles tops. I would hear it. And as you guys know, you know how loud it is. Yes. You know how loud it is. Uh, 14 miles into the ride, we Deb was with me. We didn't hear a sound. Nothing. We did Did you go for a ride by yourself, though? No. I'm wondering if no. that any, wonder no. what happens when you take a ride. Oh, we're going to find out uh, tomorrow. But uh, we went uh, just over 20 miles. Didn't hear a yeah, noise. Yeah, but you're only going four miles to work, so. No, believe me, it, it, it would it would yeah, yeah, yeah. it would it would start actually. Uh, usually, I wouldn't I wouldn't hear it on the way to work, but then coming back, uh, like for lunchtime, for example, I would hear it. I'll definitely hear it. But well, you'll know tomorrow. I'll know tomorrow. But right now, it looks like I am squeak free. Let's hope so. I'm. It's totally squeak free. Um, so anyway, I told you guys about the podcaster challenge. Now, something new I just learned about today from uh, our friends, the uh, motorcycles and. Uh, Motorcycle Misfits podcast. Uh, as you guys know, I was trying to get Norman Reedus on our show. Right. I was trying. Now I, I tried. I tried. I contacted, contacted, contacted. Well, they they dumped this on us today. Surprised. They've been holding off on this forever. But as you know, Norman Reedus has his new show coming out. It's Ride with Norman Reedus yeah, on June twelfth. Yep. It starts on AMC. It turns out that Norman Reedus was in their shop. And the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast guys are going to be on the premiere episode of Ride with Norman Reedus. So he is on their show, which probably figures out why we couldn't get him on the show. So good, good. Congratulations to them for for stealing him right out from under our noses. (laughs) Well, Well, it's location, location, location. Exactly, it's all location. (laughs) Their their front door right there, so it was easy for him. That was great. Congratulations to those guys. there's a going back to that movie that we went and saw last week, yeah. uh, uh, two weeks ago actually. There's a lot more going on about that now, and uh, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't go see it. <laughs> you know, oh my god! I mean, it's they're really. Uh, I, I again, I, I appreciate what they were doing, and uh, I, I reached out to them, explained everything, and they appreciated my comments and all that, and they offered to get the refund. And I said, you know what? No, it's okay. You, you, you guys went through a lot of work. You, you go ahead and you can keep your money. It's all right. And uh, but there are a lot of people really upset about that, so they're uh, they're they're trying to uh, 
address that. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a tough position, man. It's a very tough position. And, it's, and it had all to do with the product, I mean, their advertising. Oh, sure. it, was, it was all the marketing. The promotion, they, they, they promoted it all wrong. wrong. And what I found out was is that apparently it was never to be marketed specifically to the motorcycle audience. It's just that the motorcycle community, someone had found out about it. And decided, hey, look what's coming. Yeah, but this is but look at the promotion they set. It this didn't say anything about that. This is a, a, a road of discovery and right. uh, this is, no, you made, it, it, it made it seem like it was a that. fucking motorcycle. Right, right. exactly. Yeah. It's how they pr- produced it to they us. Marketed sure. it wrong. You know? they should have never they done that. did. They did. But you know what? It's, they're whether if they're going to make a part two, <laughs> I don't know. But apparently, uh, there's more footage available to view on their website about their riding and what they did if you wanted to interested in going so you go to a I don't uh, want to get a, burned again. Story. Yeah, you guys want to get burned again. But you have to pay for it this time. That's the only thing. You wouldn't have to pay for it. Um, okay. Just waiting to see something. Okay. Uh, getting back to I just checked my script see what's going on here. Okay, I just wanted to briefly talk about uh, helmets. How old is your helmet, Chris? Well, yours is brand new. You just bought it, right? It's yeah. only not even a year old. How old is your helmet, Tim? It's been eight months wow. since my accident, so I has it been eight months? Wow. Does your head still hurt? Shoulder. Shoulder. Your shoulder still hurts? Yeah. Wow. And my ear is still not right. Oh, wow. Um, your my helmet, helmet Well, you've got three helmets, right? Yeah, four. Um, four. Wow, you're just a helmet guy. Um, let's see. The one, main one I use, that's got to be like six years old. Yeah. What's yeah. the oldest helmet you have? They're all about the same, actually. Yeah? Except, no, no, I have the, the full-faced helmet. That's only like uh, two years old. Now, is that a modular or is that a... Modular. It's a modular. Okay. Yes. The oldest helmet I have is 12 years old. Wow. The My full-face helmet is only two years old and my half-helmet... Uh, is uh, three years old. My three quarter, my three quarter helmet is the one that's twelve. What years brand old. name it is? Uh, my three quarter is a Harley Davidson helmet. I don't don't know who the manufacturer is of that. It might be Snell uh, or Snell certified, I should say. The other one is uh, HCI. Mm-hmm. That's Chinese. Is it? Yep. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes that's, that's me, what my white one is. Okay, well that's my full face helmet. Okay, and then my half helmet, I believe, is a bell. That's what you have, right? Yeah, no, built. 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 You have a built. Yeah, mine's a bell. Now, the big question is I had seen somebody posting, like, they, uh, you should replace your helmet every three to six years. Who the fuck does that? Or four to six years, every four to six why? years. Why? And, and, and that's the first thing that came out of my mind. I said, why? If you don't crash, if you haven't dropped it, if, it, you know, if there's no damage to it, why? That's exactly. so, it's somebody yeah. who works in a marketing department for a helmet maker. <laughs> you know, you know. And the funny thing you should say is that, that, um, that, that was one of the that was one of the questions that that one of the comments that people make is that if why should I replace my helmet every five years? And it was like, well, because it's a it's a marketing thing. They just want you to buy more helmets. I believe it. You know, and there's there's probably some truth to that. Maybe. Yeah, there's probably. But, I believe that more than anything else. So, so I, I went did some research and it came up. I went through the uh, Snell Foundation, which is Snell uh, is a safety foundation, uh, which they certify a lot of helmets. Yeah, right. And the one of the questions on there, uh, frequently asked questions, is why should you replace your helmet every five years? Now, I'm going to read this. I want you to listen and draw for yourself your own conclusion 
as to what they think, what you think they want you to do. Okay. The five-year replacement recommendation is based on a consensus by both helmet manufacturers and the Snell Foundation. Glues, resins, and other materials used in helmet production can affect liner materials. Hair oils, body fluids, and cosmetics, as well as normal wear and tear, all contribute to helmet degradation. I know what you're thinking about body fluids. Now, just stop right there. <laughs> Petroleum-based products present in, present in cleaners, paints, fuels, and other commonly encountered materials may also degrade materials used in helmets, possibly degrading performance. Additionally, experience indicates that there will be a noticeable improvement in protective characteristics of helmets over a five-year period due to advances in materials, designs, production methods, and the standards. Thus, the recommendation for five-year helmet replacement is a judgment call stemming from a prudent safety philosophy. Right. So, but have they done any physical studies, though? No. Then, then that was all hearsay. So it's, it's all, all guessing. It's a matter of opinion. Like this right. could happen. It's a matter of opinion. In my opinion, is what this is. Right That's here. what it is. In my opinion, right? And I, it should. They should actually do a test. Like right, to see if everything they said is the truth. They should take a 12-year-old helmet and a brand-new helmet and do side-by-side comparisons to see if there is a difference in performance. Yeah, and the only comparison that's going to mean jack shit and something like that is put it on one of the impact tests. Right. What do they do to certify it? They do have they do have some tests that they do to helmets. Uh, well, impact uh, test is one. I, I saw it in your list there. It said impact something about one, that. right? Um, Wait. Uh, why are? Uh, why do Snell helmets? No, keep going down. Keep going. Why? Keep going. Snell helmet testing. Right there. Okay. How do a? How do you test a helmet? Do you stand around hitting people on the head? <laughs> That's one of the questions. <laughs> this question is probably the winner of the most frequently asked questions award. All we can answer is not anymore. <laughs> So apparently that's how they used to test helmets. <laughs> Actually, the testing of helmets is a fairly straightforward process. While most helmet testing is denoted performance testing, how well a device or a piece of equipment performs under defined conditions that are analogous okay, to real-life situations rather than material testing, the testing of materials that will be used in the construction of the item to define a set of conditions and controlled settings. It is really a combination of both. This, is, this would be because it's virtually impossible to perform a true performance test on a helmet that would be uh, repeatable in all that you could easily readily ascertain a helmet's capabilities of a variety of scenarios. That just sounds like a lot wait, of no, BS no, wait, to me. Wait, no, wait, wait. You're telling me they, they don't have a crash test dummy with head sensors in it to tell what is worse? You know what I'm saying? Uh, to give you the... You're not really going to give that. I mean, uh, because... I they I would just like to know the the impact like how 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 much their the design of a helmet's going to stay intact, right? You know what I'm saying? Because the science we had the fact of the matter is, no matter how good of a helmet you have on, if you hit the ground fucking hard, you're getting knocked the fuck out because well, your brain moves around in your skull. That's right. right so yes. that your helmet wearing the best helmet in the world is not going to stop that from happening. This is no, a true. man's. Speaking of experience, yes. Right. Yeah, no matter how good of a helmet you have on, you're getting knocked out. So they also, one of the questions was, if I, I've dropped my helmet, should I replace it? And the answer is no. <laughs> so if now, you drop, I still if, have the infamous helmet long as your, at home. As long as yeah, your head's not in it. Yeah, you can drop <laughs> your helmet all you want, but if, as long as it's not, your head's not in it. I right, have a helmet at home, just for if the, the listeners don't know. It's a, bu- a brain bucket. Did you ever take a, a picture? Covered with stickers. Okay, the stickers are keeping it intact. 
<laughs> because it's been dropped so many times, it's completely shattered. Underneath you should the take seconds. a picture of it and put it on a website. You should. Really, we should take a picture of it and just put it on a website. Like, this is what was holding your brains in at the time. <laughs> Stickers held your brains inside your head. No, no, it wasn't. that wasn't the helmet that I Oh, had. that wasn't the helmet. It was the other one. Oh. My, my it, was good, the, it was the better of the two Tupperware. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. the good one. It was the good Tupperware. The, good one. the name brand Tupperware. The, the other one did its job to an extent, but, but the other one cracked in half. Oh my god! You know, it, you know the what they had, had with lettuce was, in it. it was, I was just gonna say, for his padding, it was a paper towel and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it wasn't bounty though. <laughs> I still want to get that DOT version of it. Oh, really? Why would you? Why? Because I, you know what? I know. The, the bit, it's too much helmet on me, man. Right? Now. Uh, I, I guess it's getting hotter I and hotter. And I was just riding today, and, and my fucking sweating. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? I need less on my head. <laughs> Are you wearing? Are you, I know you. I probably shouldn't ask this, but are you wearing a do rag on your head? Not in a hot day like this, no. No, because the do rag just absorbs us. Now, does your helmet have vents in the front? No. Okay. Oh, okay. So my half helmet does have a vent in the front. But Not have it. Oh, now, uh, well, you know. Okay. <laughs> so there you have it. This is about your. If you're wondering about your helmet. You know, you can just check out the Snow website. It's uh, www.smf.org. And uh, there's a whole thing about helmets on there. So you go there, check that out. Uh, because you do want to know if your helmet is a piece of crap or not. Not that they're going to tell you it is or not. But again, it sounds to me like it's it's a personal opinion. My 12-year-old helmet <laughs> my twelve year old helmet fits my head just as good now as it did 12 years ago. So I, I don't see any need to replace it. True. Uh, as far as it goes for my half helmet, our friends and our sponsor uh, at Sims Designs, they have my half helmet, and they are doing a paint job on it. And I have I don't know what it looks like. I haven't seen it yet. So uh, Jim and Allie up there at Sims Designs, they've, uh, they're going to be taking care of that for us. Also, a nice shout-out to Anthony for any over at um, our friends at... Uh, here it is right here. <laughs> CNR Custom Printed Apparel Graphics. Yes. Uh, they're in union, aren't they? Where's my yes. pen? There it is. And Chris has got mailman. an incoming call. Mailman. It's the mailman. <laughs> but uh, we picked up our T-shirts, by the way. Yay. We have T-shirts. Anthony was great uh, fine enough to meet me at uh, Crossroads over in Garwood. And we all did. met you. We all met you. All met, that's right. We all met him. And you. I was first. <laughs> and, then, and then he met me. And, and he gave me the T-shirts. And, and they were so lovely. And me? You owe me one hundred dollars, <laughs> and, and I paid him my money. <laughs> and anyway, so that was yeah, perfect. That was, that was great. <laughs> we added some mood to the show. That was really mm-hmm. so. Uh, we got our T-shirts now. Uh, in fact, I'm wearing one of the T-shirts right now, and I'm modeling for our our radio audience. Um, Wonderful. It's got the big motorcycle man logo right on the front, like the Superman thing, like we thought, said. And on the back, it's got a bunch of stuff and our website information. If you would like one of these T-shirts, we have them. They're on the website. You can go there and you can buy one, and we'll send one to you. We also have stickers. We can send one of those to you. They'll go automatically because we're trying to get rid of them. Yeah. yeah. Just, just, <laughs> we're going to get rid of those. Uh, Anthony actually uh, is going to give me a, a, a price for patches, too, to do patches for us. And he can also gonna, he's gonna, they're also going to do our stickers for us, too. You know what I might do? What would you, up, might you do? Up in... Uh, we go to America. I, I remember seeing a tattoo shop there. I might want to have my tattoo tightened up, like 
tightened up. Colors. Have the colors read. Really? How old is your, t- how old is your tattoo now? Got to be almost 20 years old because I got it when is Troy it really? was a kid. Wow. Yeah, oh, that's really right. Yeah, Troy was just like, was, it was Jenna born yet? No. No kidding. Well, no, no. It was after Jenna. I'm sorry. Okay. Cause, cause, so well, you, got 16, their, you, got, you got their names years. on it, right? Yeah, 16 years. So at least no kidding. Wow. So I'm thinking maybe I'll just have it, the colors uh, in be done now let me ask you i mean we're, we're talking about okay we talk about okay so because because we're bikers we have tattoos that's what yeah. we do um Dude. now you've got you've got the tattoo on your forearm chris which is the, the bengal tiger i just think he's been old, old now you got that how long ago i think you were like what 12 fucking 90 yeah <laughs> 90 <laughs> is that when you got that out of the womb <laughs> 90 91 really you got that was that long ago 10 20 how old were you when you got that oh, shit. i don't know I think it was like 20. Really? No 90, kidding. 1990? Wow. 20-something years ago? So I got mine in... I should have gotten it Right around the same time. Right around 88, 89. Yeah, it's right around 89. You yeah. didn't think much about yours. I did not. Well, I, I know what I wanted. It's but a big the guy, blotch now. But it's a blotch now. Because, but the guy, was, you know, the guy was drunk. I'll give him that. And when he did the tattoo, he, was, he was drunk. Yeah, you, did, you did all the things you don't do to get a tattoo. Uh, well, you know what it is? <laughs> It's tattoo nightmare. It's, right? the, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. The, it's the company that I was with. You know, uh, my good friend Paul Veneer, uh, the comic. He was working a place, and I was uh, I was assisting him. I was his roadman, and he goes, "Yeah, let's go next door and say hi to the guys." I'm like, "Okay," and it says tattoo parlor. I was like, "No kidding!" So I always wanted to get tattooed, and the guy's like, "Come on, sit down. I'll take care of you right now." <laughs> I was like. Now I've got a negative threshold for pain. Yes, yes, you know. You know? <laughs> and my God, just that needle got licked within a quarter inch of my skin, and I was about to pass out. I don't know why. I just well, one, the guy, you're a fucking dumbass for not letting drug do it. Because two, he wasn't being finessed. I wasn't drunk. I, prob- I should have been drunk. He was probably digging with that needle, man. That's probably. Why oh I my heard God, something. yes. Are your probably. lines all blown out and everything? Yeah, I I don't know, man. It's like it does look like a blob. It came. It's I. It's just yeah, all you can see is the heart. That's all you can really see, and. Then, it's supposed to say as time goes by, but I think it says <laughs> now. But um, but they do have the, some tattoo dudes up there at the. Uh, well, I'm, I'm just going to see what it costs to just color. Shouldn't be I'm that sure expensive because yeah. this thing with one was three. I tell you, I can color for you, man. I got some sharpie markers. I could do a great job on it. Okay. I got a whole. I got a whole sleeve of stuff that I want to get, like for the whole the sleeve. I'm, I'm probably going to end up covering this one. Really? Yeah. But it's going to be like two thousand dollars or more. It's going to be both sides of my arm for my I got a guy. Man. I got a guy. No, I have a guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. We see no, the kind no. of guys you no, pick. No, no, no. <laughs> this is a friend of mine. He actually does. Chris got he's, guys, too. He's got I, a type. Oh, you, you got a guy? I have this guy that's fucking amazing. Is that, is that Steve over at... Uh, no, 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 this okay. is a new, new guy. New, he's got a new guy. Okay. My guy's just probably just as good as your guy. I mean, this guy's scary good. Okay, well, that's different. I, yeah, Kelvin's not scary good. Like he, I mean, he's not at, scary. You, you he's look good. At, you look at scary. stuff on, uh, like, it looks, uh, it's it's like overwhelming in how good it looks. Right. It's like a normal rock wall painting type of level of shit. Now, do you think tattoos are a biker thing or just in general, or is that just a hipster thing? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I think it's, it's, not a no, it's a none of that thing. It's, it's none of it's that thing. It's your personal preference. All right. I, I you know, I know, I know a couple of guys. Uh, uh, bikers, if you will, that don't have many, if at all, any tattoos on here, and uh, they'll break your fucking face off. Now, do you think so that, that don't mean you're tough or you, Now, do you know right? of any biker who doesn't have a tattoo? Yeah, I just said it. Oh, really? Okay, well, yeah, it's, I didn't know. It's, uh-huh. it's odd. 
Well, okay. Personal preference. I, I guess think it is. It's an art thing. Yeah, it just unfortunately gets gets got cornholed, if you will. <laughs> cornholed <laughs> into that fucking uh, oh bikers got to have a tattoo. That's not the case. I say I would do another tattoo. No, you won't. I guess I would. I you would like to do another tattoo, it. but. You can't handle the truth. I can't handle the pain, man. It's just, I, that's just it. Now, I know some people who just like, they, they're addicted to it. Right, you yeah. know, that's it. And they go out and they get a tattoo a lot. Yeah. In fact, when I was at Drunk Guy, getting my, getting my tattoo from Drunk Guy, uh, there was a guy there who had just gotten a tattoo a couple days before and he was back to get another one from Drunk Guy. <laughs> you know. Didn't uh, Paul get one? No. He has one, but he, that's it. And I was like, what about you? He goes, oh. <laughs> No. Um. Please don't tell this guy all the crap we wrote on his back. He thinks it's a sailing ship. <laughs> so, um, no, we girts. <laughs> no, we girts. Yeah. No, I see that fuck commercial all the time. You know what the sad thing is? That's fucking real, man. There's all people right. out there that uh, get I some mean, horrific tattoos, man. Bad uh, spelling. And that's something you can't take back, man. Yeah, and how, no, do you, you how, how do you have two people get bad spelling? That means the person getting the tattoos, not checking the, the work and doesn't know how to spell the word. But then the tattoo artist also is fucking an idiot right. and yeah. doesn't know how to spell the word. Right. I, when I got mine, I made sure she showed it to me, and I said, wait, let me read everything and make sure everything yeah. is right, you know? <laughs> T-R-O-I. <laughs> what his birthday was. Yeah, right, I right. made sure everything was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get another one. Picture we have to get another week. picture. We'll do that again this year. Okay, we were supposed to have uh, a special guest on tonight, but uh, I, we, we were supposed to have Alonzo Bowden on the show. Uh, Alonzo Bowden is a, uh, a stand-up comic who's been performing at Americade every year for the past, I think, six years or so. Um, but he told me today that he had a uh, dental appointment at 3.30. So, and he's in L.A. And so if it's he was in the chair for a couple hours, he may or may not be able to do So I don't know. I uh, haven't heard from him yet, so I don't know if uh, we're going to be having him on. So we may have to wait until next week uh, to speak with him, in All which right. case would be not a problem. But anyway, uh, speaking of next week, next week is you-know-what. Next week is Americade. That's right. Now, uh, Americade starts uh, at Lake George on Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, June 7th, and then goes through the 11th. I should probably pull that up so you guys can look at it. All right. Uh, All right. Yeah. And so far, the weather's looking promising. It's promising kind of up there. Don't don't make the mistake of looking at the weather down here. No. See, now, right now, we're going. We're not going up on the 7th. So hopefully, the rain will get itself out of the way by the time we get up there. All right. Joining us now on Skype... All the way from... Are you in L.A. right now? I am in Los Angeles. All right. Nice. And, uh, Mr. Alonzo Bowden. Uh, Alonzo won the third season of Last Comic Standing. Uh, he has hosted the 1,001 car, 101 Cars You Must Drive and America's Worst Drivers. Hello, Alonzo, and welcome to the Motorcycle Men. Thank you, guys. How's the Motorcycle Men doing? All right. How you doing, We're buddy? doing great. And how's things out in L.A.? Uh, today's nice. Yeah, the weather's <laughs> finally getting warmer. Believe it or not, we've been... I wouldn't say cold, but below average. So, but it's always nice out there, right? Yeah, but we've had it's. We have this thing called the marine layer that hits sometime in the spring, so it just stays cloudy all day and never gets you know above seventy degrees. We're kind of spoiled. That's cold weather. Oh, okay. <laughs> below, did you say below seventy? Yeah. 
Wow. Oh, you poor thing. Oh, you um, poor thing. Oh, my God. How do you do it? Now, do you have to wear a parka and, like, really dress up for that? Fur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we tell Peter to screw off, and we, uh, it's freezing out here. It's in the high 60s. Right? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, so like, your windows are closed and the light and the heat's on, right? Right. Okay. Human. <laughs> you got the fireplace going. <laughs> wow, that's in comfy cozy. Now, so okay, now let's talk. Let's start. You know, this year, you're going you're to be in Americade again. This year, yes. Uh, uh, now, tell us about your association with Americade, and when did your um, association with them begin? So, I, I want to say four years ago, Christian, who was the organizer, uh, hit me up about coming in and doing a couple of comedy shows. And I'd, I'd heard of Americade. I remembered it being a gold wing rally way back when. And, you know, but I'd never been. So I flew in and it was a blast. It, it's this huge rally. It was, um, I came from more like a sport bike world. I've been to a lot of MotoGP stuff, but I had never been to a touring rally. And just great people, a lot of fun, a lot of rain. And uh, a, couple of, a couple of great shows. So I did it that year, then the, and and it was a hit adding a comedy show because I ended up just joking a lot about bikes and the culture and the different, you know, the different cultures like the Harley guys versus the BMW guys versus yeah, right. right, and all of that. It was a lot of fun. So I went back the next year. They bumped up to, to a third show, which went great uh, last year. I rode my motorcycle from here to there. Nice. Yes. Nice. Are you doing that again this year? No, no, I don't have time to do it this year. So what happened, I shipped my bike to Connecticut where my brother lives, and I'm going to fly there, and I'm going to ride up for Americade, and then I've got another gig in Florida the week after. So I'm going to get to ride down the East Coast. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Check out the Blue Ridge Mountain Parkway and hopefully maybe check out the Dragon. Oh, <laughs> be oh, careful! We, 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 about. we just watched the video on that, and it scared us. That's for sure. <laughs> so, so, tell uh, me, do you, when you're at Americade, do you take part in the rides that they have there? Well, um, normally I don't. I like going on my own rides, and I like testing the new stuff. But this year, every year they seem to add something. Hey, would you like to do this? So, a couple of years ago, I did a talk about riding, and. Um, and I'm doing that again this year. And this year, I am going to be part of a ride on Friday morning. Oh, Vermont or something like that. Uh, it might be the Vermont Seven uh, Seven Bridges the, the Covered Bridges Tour. Yeah, that's a great ride. That was a great. We that's a ride we did last year. Yeah, it might be that. I'm not sure, but it, whatever it is, it's Friday morning. Nora just tells me where to show up and when to be ready. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now, do you do you ever take any uh, do any of the demo rides for any of the companies? Oh there? yeah, I oh. try to demo. I demo everything, especially stuff that I'm not going to buy, like a trike or, right. uh, you know, uh, I, but I, yeah, I've done it. I've demoed pretty much everything there. Um, what is your favorite one that you've demoed? Hmm, that's a tough one. There are certain bikes I like riding, so I'll always do a demo just because I like to get to ride them. So uh, like the Suzuki M109 is that bike. I've always loved that bike. Okay. And, uh, I'll ride that. I'll demo Harleys, and uh, every year I demo a Harley, and I'm like, nope, not yet. (laughs) Is it not yet because you're not ready for it, or are you just not ready? (laughs) It's no knock against Harley, right? It's hard for Harley people to understand that. It's just not the bike for me. You know, they're all right. It's it's not my thing. But have you tried? Yeah, but have you tried the V Rod yet? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's small. Really? You think so? Six foot three. It's not okay. 
It's a small yeah. bike, yeah. Listen, I hate to be the ones to tell them, but I love my Diablo a lot more than their B-Rod. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's all right. Now, what do you think of the roads up in that area? They're, they're beautiful. I'll tell you, this is an interesting thing. And Where are you guys based? Well, we're in New Jersey. Okay, so you're in Jersey. So you're in the East Coast. This is what I learned a couple of years ago, the big difference between East Coast and West Coast riding. So when you're riding in those back roads up there, yeah. out here in the West, we have canyons that are empty, right? That's why you see us on sport bikes. You see, you know, Ducatis and R1s and, right. and guys dragging their knees and this and that. Because when you go into canyons here, they're unpopulated. They're not developed. There, when I'm riding on the back roads, you have to remember, these are villages and people live there. So you can't just open up the bike and ride it in the same way, you know? So, like, first time I rode back there, honestly, I was like, oh, now I understand Harleys and the whole cruiser world because you're not going to be going that fast. I mean, if you had a a Ducati Panigale, you'd you'd go nuts. You'd be like, I can't ever leave second gear. (laughs) (laughs) right so it's a different vibe it's very cool beautiful roads but it's more laid back um scenery and more relaxing versus here you know you can do that in the canyons but you can also be like i want to you know test myself push my limits and work on skills see Um, comes out you said you you hit the, the magic word you said empty the problem out here is uh it's, it's, I mean, everybody's living everywhere. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I say it all the time. Cars ruin everything for motorcycles. <laughs> everything. <laughs> you know? Well, that, you know when you run into that here, like if you do PCH, if you do Pacific Coast Highway. Oh, yeah. They always talk about how beautiful it is, and it is. There's always going to be cars in the way. It's, right. be- it's beautiful at 6 o'clock in the morning, probably. Right. Angeles Crest is the same way. you got to be careful because you come around a corner. And someone thinks it's a good idea to turn around an RV in a blind curve. Right. Uh-huh. So they're like, well, uh, <laughs> that's bad. Now, again, one of the things, because you just pretty much answered my question about how does riding in California differ from riding in the Northeast. Uh, do you, what is the non-rider mentality uh, well, out there in California? Well, I'm going to tell you, first of all, the funniest um, experience I had with that. I have a friend, and she lives in Chicago. And she rides, and she said to me, it was, she had just got a new bike. She's like, what do you do with your bikes in the winter? I said, I rock them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do the same. We don't do that. Yeah. Oh, well, so that some of us don't do that. difference between the two. Um, cars here, mm, it's gotten a lot better. They're a lot more accepting of motorcycles. You know, California is the only place where it's still legal to split lanes. Right. So I was just going to ask I you about that. I can remember... I can remember in the 80s people trying to cut you off when you did that. Oh, yeah. They still um, do it here all the time. Yeah, now they seem a little more accepting of that. I mean, I, I tell people riding in L.A. is like playing a giant game of Frogger. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're dodging something all the time. But I've ridden in New York City. It, I don't. If you live in New York, I don't know how you don't have an adventure bike or a motard. Like, those are the only two bikes made for New York. Between the traffic and the, the streets and the potholes, you need six inches of suspension and <laughs> enough power to get out of the way. You a know what I mean? Bike. Like, 
<laughs> if you're riding a Harley or a sport bike in New York City, I, I wish your nah, bike. It's not, the, the, the cruisers are not meant for the city. You've got to be out in the country. Yeah. 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 Well, so many of the roads in upstate New York, as you know, because you've ridden them, and I have ridden them a lot, too, as we have. Uh, some of those spots in upstate New York, you could definitely get yourself lost and find yourself on a dirt road that you probably shouldn't have a cruiser on. <laughs> I made that mistake once. <laughs> I, like, ended up on a dirt road, and I was like, well, it ain't mine. <laughs> About- I, I, was on an Indi- I was on an Indian. Oh, was- Wow. Was it? That's uh, a bike too. <laughs> was that one of the ones from the from the expo? Uh, yeah, from the from the demos. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> nice. Which one was it? I don't. I don't. What was I on? I think I was on a chieftain. Oh, wow. that's, Ooh, a big that's, bike. A, that's a real big expensive one. <laughs> yeah. So you got a little dirty, did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I told them it, 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 I said these work off road. <laughs> I guess they appreciated that. So, about how many miles do you uh, log each year? Um, I'm going to guesstimate ten thousand. Okay, that's good. That's, that's good. good. That's good. Now, do you? Yeah, do you, I, I ride. I ride as much as I can. You know, sometimes work and travel is so much. Like this weekend, Memorial Day weekend, was the first time in two months that I got to ride just for the fun of riding. Oh. And it, Great. Yes, I saw your uh, I saw your picture on your on your website. Yeah, that was awesome. Now, do you ride between shows? Uh, what do you mean? Well, I mean, have you have you ridden from show to show? Or? Not really, because of the stuff I have to bring. You know, uh, besides clothes, I've got you know CDs and merchandise for sale, wow. and and then there's also the scheduling. So wow. on occasion, I'll ride to a gig, like if I'm doing a one nighter somewhere in California. I've ridden to Vegas to do you know pack a suit, go to Vegas, do a corporate gig, and ride back. I've done that kind of thing. But so that's when you need the big bike. So then See. you have the, all, the, all the luggage places to put all that stuff in, and you can do cruise. <laughs> and then they oh, get... I got a great. I mean, I got a BMW K1600. Oh, he's, great he's got enough. Bike. All right. But you still, you find out that, that that just, you fill it up pretty fast. You can, well, always, no. you can always get a trailer. <laughs> Yeah, I could, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> Every year when I see those gold wings with the trailer, with the matching trailer, I'm like, yeah, one day, not yet. <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind that day's coming. You think so, huh? <laughs> hey, what, so what are you riding right now? Okay, the, the garage is full right now. Oh, just, see, the, okay, now you must, you got to tell. I what? just picked up something. So, okay, my cruiser... Is a Triumph Rocket Three. Nice. Wow, no some people are going to be celebrating over that. And I absolutely love it. I call it the Beast because it is. Um, I have a Ducati 1098. Nice. Uh, great story behind my 1098. So, well, we'll start out with the bad story. My first Ducati ever was a Sport Classic, which I don't know if you're familiar with that. That was the sort of retro-looking cafe bike. Okay. I can't say I know it. Okay, well, anyway, I bought a Sport Classic when they came out in 06. Then in 07, Ducati comes out with the 1098, the new ultimate sport bike. And I'm like, wow. Now, mind you, this was 10 years ago when my knees were a lot more flexible. So I'm like, oh, man, I got to have the 1098. And I had a buddy who worked for Ducati. I'm like, why didn't you tell me it was coming out? Get rid of this Sport Classic, blah, blah, blah. Okay, flash forward five years. The Sport Classic becomes collectible and worth $10,000 more than it costs brand new. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So, good thing I got rid of that real quick. <laughs> All right. 
But anyway, so I have the 1098. I was on a track day, and I high-sided it. Oof. And my Ooh. buddy, Nick Anglada, who's a custom builder out of Florida, said, send me the bike. It, it ran fine. It was just, you know, the plastic got broken up. Right. The fingering and stuff. He built the most beautiful show, show bike street fighter out of it. And it was in Cycle World magazine. It was on Cafe Racer on the TV show and everything else. So I still have the bike. I don't ride it much because it's a show bike more than a street bike. But okay. anyway, I have that one. Nice. Then I have uh, two BMWs. I've fallen in love with BMWs. I bought a BMW K1600 uh, two years ago and loved that so much. I bought a GS Adventure last year. Oh, what, what, which one did you get? The Adventure. I, I did the... The, the, the 1200 Adventure? Yeah, the 1200 Adventure. Nice. Um, oh. Also, because I'm six foot three, you know, incredible leg room. Oh, yeah, they're, t- they're tall bikes. So yeah, I, the, I, I take it you can flat foot that, right? Yeah, I love them for it. So now I've you... got those. Then Honda went and made the Grom. Now <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with the Grom. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> a little 125. I yeah. was invited to the press launch on that. We raced them around in the Honda parking lot. And everybody walked out saying, I'm getting one of these. (laughs) You know, it is an ugly bike. You do know that, right? No, the Grom is beautiful. It's fun. It's It's little. We take it. We do track days at a go-kart track on our Groms. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, and then if you feel like you're going to crash, you just stand up and you're fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at a picture of a dude right now who's got to be 6'5", and it looks like one of those... Tiny kid bikes. Like yeah, so you probably ride. me. Great. Uh, now he's but, probably only five five. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then, two recent purchases. My buddies still ride sport bikes, and I get the urge every now and then. So I got a great deal on a Kawasaki ZX fourteen, um, which is just an amazing, big, fast, you know, yeah, incredible bike. I'm still breaking it in, and then I'm going to have to learn to ride it because if I were to open the throttle now, I'd just come home and cry. I'd be so scared. <laughs> yeah. i got to get back into that mindset. Are you no, the kind of guy that does wheelies and all that stuff? Well, I know those guys. <laughs> They're amazing, the guys that can do that stuff. I, oh, unbelievable. I know professional stunt riders. Those guys are, are – it's amazing how well they ride. And then another friend of mine, I don't know if you've ever heard of Ricky Gadsden, the drag racer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't say I have, no. Ricky is like the world champion. Like, he's the world's best drag racer. He's held every title there was. Now he teaches, and he still races some, but he's more on the, you know, retired, I don't know what you'd call him, the old master of the art. But but Ricky raced the ZX-14s, and this guy is the kind of guy, like, we'll be, he'll be talking just like we're talking now. I was at a race with him once, and he's like, Hey, do me a favor, grab my helmet. I'm like, yeah, okay. So we walk over to the line. He gets on his bike, does like a 7.2-second quarter mile, and it's like, yeah, so what were we talking about? I was like, wait, did that just happen? Wow. <laughs> did you just set the fastest qualifying time of the weekend in the middle of a conversation? <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. So I want to go to Ricky's. He has a drag racing school, and I want to go to that because I love training like that. I love learning and being able to. The master is the wrong word, but just be more confident and more skilled. Oh, absolutely. I, I think. Now, have you taken many uh, rider classes? Yeah. 
Yeah. I, last year at Americade, I did that slow riding class, and that was a great. Have you tried that? I have not. I want to, though. You, you have to basically ride through these cones and do these turns at a walking pace without putting your foot down. And, and it teaches you a lot about balance, clutch, and brake control. Right. It, was, it was very cool. So I did that. And uh, How did you lastly, do Lastly, I just bought, and this is going to be a project for my mechanics and I, might be the ugliest CBX you've ever seen. Oh? <laughs> an ugly bike? Tell me, tell me more. You have a computer in front. I do. Yeah, we're looking at all the, the pictures of the bikes you're telling us oh, Okay, what you want to do is Google Hulk CBX. Hulk Just CBX. Google that, Google that right now. Oh, my God. Yeah, you just saw it. <laughs> you serious? Yep. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so what do you intend to do with this? <laughs> well, I've always, I've always wanted a CBX, and I met this great guy, Phil Haber. He's, uh, you know, one of these old mechanics who collects bikes. He does CBXs. He had half a dozen of them. And he showed me this one in this storage container, and I was like, I got to have it. How much? I got to have it. And uh, we are going to build a street fighter out of it. We're going to try to save the tank. But our only goal what, is What, you don't want to save, save the seat? That looks the, like the best part of it. <laughs> I'm going to give you a good price on that seat. If you want that seat, it'll be available at a decent price. No, we're, we're going to save the tank. And the, and the pipes are fantastic. Right? That is cool. Yeah, right? I like the I like triple. That is nice. really cool. Six and a six pipe. We're going to build a, a CBX Street Fighter out of it, and uh, I hope to have that done by next year. Nice. Size, look, what size engine is on that? It's a CBX. It's Well, it's been bumped up a little. So stock, it was a 1050. It's been bumped up to an 1150. Fast All right. Wow. Yeah. Lex, Lex had one you can ride that to Americade next year. That's that. one of those bikes, you know, when I was a kid. When, that bike came out when I was 17, and I've always wanted one. You know what I mean, and and, and now I don't you know got if one. you guys do this, but most of us gearheads do it. You end up on websites late at night, just flicking around, looking at stuff, oh, and, yeah. and you're oh <laughs> look, you know, let me check out this forum. Oh, let me check that, and that's how I got in touch with Phil, and then I saw the Hulk, and I was done the moment I saw it. I was like, yeah, I gotta have, it. I gotta rescue this thing. So, um, would you say that you have a motorcycle addiction? Uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, but let me ask you: Do you have Do you have a dream bike? Um, well, let's see. Uh, the CBX actually was one of them, so that kind of fulfilled that dream. You know what I would say my dream bike is right now? Are you familiar with the Motus? Yeah. Oh my God! Yes. Oh, That's yeah. my dream bike. Yeah, That's, really. The the two bikes I would what would have if. Money were no object, meaning I was on a network TV show. <laughs> <laughs> would be the Modus, and I would buy a Ducati Desmo Sedici. The, okay. That's $70,000 GP race bike for the street that Ducati made a few years ago. Again, I'm not that rider anymore, but I would just love to have one in the garage. Right. What was that again? A Ducati what? Visit Jay Leno and say... Hey, Jay, what's it like to be you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got a ridiculous... Uh... <laughs> now, what was that bike again? A Ducati what? What was it? Desmo Sedici. D- just, yeah, D-E-S-M-O-S-E-D-D. Oh, there it is. Des- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, they're all right. There you go. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah, that's one hell of a racer. Right yeah, there. yeah. You're not, you're, not going to go, you're not going to the store to buy milk with that. No, no. Yeah. But you'd get there really fast. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my god! So now, do you? So all the rides you've done, you've been everywhere. I, I can imagine. Is there any particular ride that you've done that you want to do again, or a ride you haven't done that you want to do? The ride of the the one. Well, I've loved the cross country ride. The cross country ride was amazing. Okay. Um, I would do that again and just take a different route. How long did it take you the first time? Uh, eight days. So you, did you slab that whole thing, or was that... Oh, no, I, what I did was uh, I started out on 395 and 50. 50 is known as the loneliest road in America. Yes, I've heard of it, yes. Nevada. And so I wanted to do that, and then I did. I went into Utah and rode through some of the, um, what was it, Arches National Park. That's beautiful like, there. Oh, oh my God, I love Moab. Moab yeah, is beautiful. absolutely beautiful. And then when I came, uh, when I left Colorado... I got on, I don't even remember, but then I think it was 80. I think I got on 80. It might have been 70 also. Yeah, it might have been 70. Yeah, it was 70, as a matter of fact. Right. I wasn't far enough north for 80. I was on 70. I rode 70 because through the Midwest, there's corn. Yeah. You know, (laughs) a little bit. A lot of corn. So I I blazed through that. And then um, I did some of the two lane roads when I got into Ohio and Pennsylvania. Right. And. So it was kind of a mixture of, of the two. Whenever it would start raining, I would just get on the interstate because it's raining, so you just want to make time and yeah. just you know, go. No sense of being miserable going slow, right? <laughs> that was another thing that was new, riding in the rain. Here in L.A., you know, the four days that it does rain, we don't deal with it much. <laughs> <laughs> four days. Well, speaking of rain, have well, you been, of, course, I mean, <laughs> of course it's going to rain next week. It's America. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you're just coming out here for water. That's what you're coming out for. Long-standing tradition. I've been told, you know, it's rained every time I've gone, but they're like, oh, yeah, that's automatic. Yeah. Well, I tell you, our first year last year, we went, and I stopped into a, a bar, and uh, there was a lady that came in, and and she literally said, "Oh, it's raining. It must be Americade." <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the first year I went, BMW still had demos there. They weren't there the last couple of years. But it was funny because when the rains, everyone shut down their demo bikes except BMW. Nice. Oh, there you go. BMW. They're like, "Well, you ride a BMW. Rain doesn't matter." Right. So, right. Now, have you been looking at the weather already for for America? Already looked. I see rain predicted for at least Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, just like last year. See, we're not we're not coming up until Thursday, (laughs) so we are watching the weather like crazy. We're hoping that it lightens up by then. (laughs) Yeah, I ride last year. It's four four hours in the rain going up. Okay, this is what I see. I'm looking right now. I see rain Monday, Tuesday. Sun Wednesday and rain Thursday. Uh-huh. That's about, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're performing at Americade on a June 11th, correct? Yeah, I'm doing shows Wednesday night, Thursday night, and Saturday night. Great, and we'll be we'll we're going to be at the Saturday night show. Excellent. So we will see you there. Uh, according to your schedule, you're also playing in Queensbury on uh, June 6th, correct? Um. Uh, that's what the schedule. I think this is what the schedule says. No, they just put that up at the website because that's where I'm going to be. Oh, I okay. see. I got you there. <laughs> that's but, just the week I'm in America. All trying right. to explain to my agent what this is. <laughs> oh, he doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> get it. Really worth it. So I just tell him, look, I'm going that week at America. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, you're also going to be uh, off the Hook Comedy Club in Naples, Florida. Yeah, uh, that's where I'm riding to from America. Nice. 
there the um, 16th, 17th, and 18th. You got to kind of you got to kind of backwards though. You're going to Georgia next. You should have went to Georgia first, then Florida, don't you think? Yeah, I know. <laughs> then then I go to Georgia for the Fourth of July. I go to Atlanta, and then you're going back down to Tampa at Side Splitters. Yeah, uh, by then I'll be flying though. By then, oh yeah, bike trips over, and uh, uh, yeah, I'll fly to Tampa in July. But you've got a lot of great dates coming up. Uh, it's a Punchline Comedy Club in Atlanta, Georgia, on the June 30th. And then on July 14th through the 17th, you're at Side Splitters in Tampa, Florida. Uh, we can go on. Everybody can go to alonzoboden.com and check out his schedule to see where he's going to be. Again, if you're going to be at Americade from the 7th to the 11th, you can also catch Alonzo Bowden there. Uh, are you looking forward to it this year? Of course, always. And actually, I'm going to be doing another show nearby. Um, hang on. <laughs> We're hanging. Of course, I don't. Yeah, I'm going to be at Comedy Works in Saratoga Springs, ah. which, which is just outside of uh, Lake George. Yes. On the 10th. Oh, really? Okay. So in between my shows at Americade, I'm going to go down to Comedy Works, Saratoga Springs, All right. and do a show there. Uh, fire your webmaster. It's not on your website. Uh-oh. <laughs> Get it up there. All right. Uh, Alonzo, listen, I want to thank you very much for uh, spending the time to talk with us. Uh, we love listening to hear your stories and also tell us about all the bikes you have because we're all completely jealous right now. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, I can send you my insurance bill. No, it's quite all right. Yeah, it's, we're, we're having a fun time with our own. Uh, I do have to say I don't think you have enough motorcycles, though. You never have enough motorcycles. You never have enough. <laughs> I can talk to Jay Leno, and Jay doesn't have enough motorcycles. Oh, really? <laughs> like he's got a museum full. Ha- no, ha- have you seen his? Cl- have you seen his collection? Yeah, yeah. I've actually been lucky enough to be at the garage a few times. I'm going to be on a few episodes of the show, Jay Leno's Garage. Yes, cool. And um, uh, Jay much- is the the coolest guy, and and he can talk bikes and cars with you all day. Pretty much anything from about 1910 to today, Jay knows about it. Wow. It's amazing. He's like a walking encyclopedia, and wow. he rides everything he has. He, he's 100% cool, wow. uh, completely anti-Hollywood. we got to get him on the show and talk to him. About yeah, you got to hit him up. you got to hit him up. I will do that. You think he'll, think he'll come on? He would. He would talk bikes with anybody. Just... Uh, you know, send me an email. I'll give you the contact for his production company. Great. They handle that stuff. Yeah, I'm sure Jay would do it. Jay loves it. Oh, cool. awesome. Fantastic. Well, will we? Will, are we going to see you up there? Yeah, you'll see me. I'll we'll, be, get, we'll, we'll give you a Motorcycle Men t-shirt. Friday morning for the ride. All right. Get my shows. Oh, nice. Absolutely. Very good, my friend. Alonzo, thank you very much for joining us. And we really safe. appreciate it. And ride safe, friend. And uh, we'll, here, I have to ask you guys. Are yeah. you guys riding up? Yeah, we are. We are. And what are you riding on? Uh, Tim, go ahead. I got an uh, Electroglide, 202 Electroglide. Chris? I have a uh, 2002 uh, Custom Fat Boy. And I'll be riding my uh, 2300th Anniversary Heritage Softail Classic. All right, very cool. Three Harleys being ridden up versus the trailers. That's right. That's right. Exactly. We don't do that trailer thing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll we'll see, see you. Guys there. Absolutely. Ride safe, my friend. We'll see you then. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, that was Alonzo Bowden joining us here on um, on the Motorcycle Man at the V2 and Cafe here. So there you have it. Awesome. We're going to hang out with Alonzo Bowden next week. All right. Oh, Tell one us. more thing before we go. I had the chance last night to watch the new Top Gear. Yeah, I watched some of it too. Did you guys, Did you watch it? No. Did you not? 
Tim, you watched it, right? Yes. And I, I assume your thoughts are the same as mine. They yeah. were trying to be the original show. That's what they were. They were trying so hard to be the original show. It was hideous, really. First of all, they had the same studio that they were in. And it, right. I swear to you, they probably told all BBC employees, you got to be here. So they bust everybody in. If there was, I'll say, 50 to 75 people in there, tops, and they spread them out. It, and wasn't, it wasn't jam-packed. It was not. I mean, it was not they, like the old show. When they pulled the camera back, they had more cars in there than they did people. And it was hideous. And the host is absolutely horrible. It was, what's his He's name? Try- friends there? Who? Friend? Oh, Matt, Matt LeBlanc. He, no, this was the premiere episode. And they had I this. I Matt LeBlanc is. The, yeah, no, he, he's not. That's he the is. one I watched. Oh, wait. Did you uh, watch Top Gear? I watched Top Gear. The one that no. I watched last night was a, uh, a black gentleman. I don't know his name, but he was uh, he was the host, yes. No, no, no. You must have watched. No, you watched the one after. Oh, there was that was one. That was the uh, Top Gear after show. No way, was yes. it? It was it, horrible. Yes. No, that wasn't the original show. Oh, the one, oh really? The one okay, with so uh, Matt mistake. LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc was in the original. And I said they were trying very hard to be no, the original I'm gonna have show. To, I'm going to have to watch that then. See, then you talk, you're talking out of school here. I, I'm sorry. I'm not hey. saying it was great. I'm just saying it was, you know. Because I just saw a commercial for it, and I saw, yeah. I know Matt, it's Matt LeBlanc. And yeah. Now, did guy. they do anything? Because I missed that. Did they do anything about motorcycles? Well, Matt LeBlanc, I think, rides a motorcycle. Yeah, he does. And well, he I was, watched the whole thing, though, so I don't know exactly Oh, you don't know? Okay. Everything. I'm going to have to go back and watch it, and I will report on it. Uh, I don't know if we're doing a podcast next week. But we may um, or may not. But if we do, we might do something from America. I don't know. We'll see. I'll definitely, we'll definitely get some interviews, that's for sure. Well, Sounds like a plan. All right, uh, that's about all I have. And we're going to go ahead and uh, pack it up for now, and then we're going to be on our way. We're gonna, again, we're headed up to America next week. Uh, hopefully, we will have uh, smooth sailing going up. Yes, I hope so. And uh, gonna we're going to be staying at the Fleabag Motel. It's three stars right there on the cusp <laughs> of being crap. <laughs> well, it's a little over being crap because it's not two and a half stars. It's not two and a half stars. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we have to just figure out our meals for the tr- for the we- uh, the few days we're going to be there. We're gonna be- do we have to drive to KFC? Really? No, we don't okay. have to do anything, man. There's nothing we have to do. I know we don't. Not. We're gonna we're just gonna we're spend gonna all veg. of our time. <laughs> Whenever we're not riding, we're vegging. I'm gonna ride all the time. I'm gonna spend all my entire time at the expo and just gonna like ride motorcycles all day. You gonna ride through the expo? I'm gonna ride through the expo. <laughs> I'm gonna give away stickers and whatever. Well, I, can. I just hope it doesn't rain. Well, we're gonna have to make the best of it, right? That's all we we're just miserable last we're, we're, we're going to, to check time. in. It's raining. We're doing this. It's raining. It was like, it was like a good three days. We go on a boat. It's raining. Rain. Well, the first thing we do when we get into Lake George is to go directly straight to that hotel and register. Not not where we check in, but remember we registered for last year for the event? Right. We go straight there and register. Holiday. The, the holiday. And we go ahead and register there. Get it all checked in. Let Christian know we're here. And then we're going to go ahead and head off down to the hotel and drop off our wet clothes. And then uh, <laughs> go get something to eat. Right. All right. All right. So this is the Motorcycle Man. I am Ted. And uh, also known as uh, Wrong Way because hopefully I will not be wrong this time. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, because I don't have to squeak anymore. So you guys have to figure something right. out, right? Right. Exactly. And I'm here with uh, Tim Buck 2. That's me. That's here. We got, let's hold Remember, it. people, ride like nobody sees you. And we're also here with Chris, the Joker. All right. Yeah, flip yeah. it, smack it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people, ride safe and be fun out there. All right, take care.
fucking room. <laughs> fucking podcast and it's hot and sauna. Yeah, when I'm on my bike. For more information about the Motorcycle Men, visit our website at www.motorcyclemen.us. There, you can join our mailing list or leave a comment and maybe give us some feedback. We always welcome your thoughts. If you'd like to email the Motorcycle Men directly, email to motomenpc at gmail.com. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Links for each of them are on our website. If you would like to talk to us directly and tell us about your ride, you can do that via Skype. Our Skype name is Moto Men PC. And if you find yourself doing nothing on a Tuesday night between 7.30 and 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, check in with us and we'll make you part of the show. If you're a good guest, we just might send you some stuff. <laughs> <laughs>